This is Trends and Issues in Instructional Design, Educational Technology, and Learning Science, hosted by Abby Brown and Tim Green. Hi, this is Tim, and I'm here with Abby. Hi, this is Abby, and I'm here with Tim. Welcome to episode 248 of our podcast, where we review the trends and issues in instructional design, educational technology, and learning sciences that we observed as we flip resources into our Flipboard magazine over the past two weeks. In this episode, we have four trends that we'll share along with a recommended reading that goes with each of the four trends. We end the episode by peering into the crystal ball and making predictions about the trends we believe we'll observe in the upcoming two weeks. So Abby, start us off by talking about our four trends and sharing our recommended readings. Thank you, Tim. Yes, we have four trends. As you said, these are based on the articles that we flipped in the, our Flipboard magazine, which means, as a reminder to all of our listeners, that this is just basically our sort of instant opinion uh, on a lot of these things where we, we, as educational technology specialists, we think these articles are of greatest interest. Then we, we look at all of those over a two-week period and we divide them up into what we consider trending categories, the, the, the issues that we see, the trending ca- issues. We had two very, we had two that had a lot of, of articles that kind of matched up to form two very dominant trends. And then we had two that were, had fewer articles, but they did coalesce into trends. Our first one, no surprise to anyone who's been listening to us for over the past year, artificial intelligence. We saw the largest number of articles were devoted to artificial intelligence. The World Health Organization releases AI ethics and governance guidance. Google announces a number of new AI-powered features for education. Generative AI policy building and instructional application uh, in higher education was discussed in articles. A recent study, this is a single article that related to this, a, a recent study at, from Michigan Virtual School suggests that K-12 teachers are more wary of AI than administrators are, which is kind of a flip from uh, the, the standard concerns. We also saw an article about AI-driven instructional design and numerous articles that recommended resources for learning more about AI. Our recommended read in this area is, Can This AI-Powered Search Engine Replace Google? It Has For Me, by Kevin Roos for the New York Times. Once again, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing any author's names, um, but Mr. Roos is bringing up, or he's reviewing, Perplexity which is a startup search engine built from scratch with artificial intelligence. Um, It's very new. It's just come out in the past few weeks. And uh, I think, Tim, you and I agree that it's worth a look. We're not sure. Yeah, we're not sure. I mean, we had fun individually. We we, we did. Exactly. But it does seem promising. Hmm. Uh, Number two, trending, digital security. Typically, one of our trends is security and citizenship. Right. In this case, in the past two weeks, we saw a huge number of articles about cybersecurity specifically. We saw a massive collection of personal records, something to the tune of 26 billion records, were leaked in the past two weeks. There was a completely different data leak that exposed school lockdown plans. 
We saw uh, articles about Meta rolling out tighter teen message limitations, as well as tighter parental controls. This, along with a child safety hearing in the U.S. Senate, which received a lot of uh, uh, news coverage, in which uh, people like Mark Zuckerberg and uh, Meta were excoriated, uh, that's my word of the day, uh, for their um, uh, lack of, of protections in place for, um, for young people. We also saw a review of ClassLink's cybersecurity rubric. We saw social media in general officially named a public health threat in New York City. And we saw um, the uh, popular alternative to Microsoft Office, WPS Office, updates are being hijacked by Chinese hackers to inject malware into the client systems. So somewhere between your computer and the computers supplying uh, an update to the software, um, there's a hijack in, in place that can then inject malware. Um, our recommended read in this area is Google Chrome warning issued for all Windows users by Zach Duffman for Forbes. Apparently, at least according to this article, Microsoft is using harmful design to influence Chrome users to use their Edge browser. It's an interesting uh, situation. Uh, number three, now this is where we didn't see quite as many articles, but we did see enough that we called it a an emergent trend. At, we're calling this Atoms Before Bits. Basically, these articles all suggested the need for more analog instructional activity, learning activity, and analog practices in general that uh, help cognitive uh, cognition in, in overall. So for example, we saw a study that reported that handwriting boosts brain connectivity and learning. We also saw opinion pieces about the importance of active learning and a study on passive exposure that uh, passive exposure for those who may not know what it is is the idea that people will learn and are are sort of prepped for learning about a particular area by being simply exposed in an environment in which that the content is being somehow used um but all of these uh seem to kind of point for us toward a growing trend and our recommended read in this area is Reading on screens instead of paper is a less effective way to absorb and retain information, suggests research. This is by Georgia Going for phys.org. And to quote briefly from the uh, article itself, Macquarie University researchers, Dr. Zhijian Lao, Dr. Lily Yu, Dr. Jan Louis Kruger, and, Dr. Er and Professor Eric Reichle recently conducted a review of dynamic reading in the digital age, which is currently published in Trends in Cognitive Science. And the results of this review suggest the importance of reading on paper. Number four is technology plans and policies. Now we really only saw about four articles in this area and they were all pretty much about, uh, well, just what it says, establishing policies for the use of technology, coming up with plans for extended use or continued use of innovations. Our recommended read in this area, though, is, uh, got at least two different articles flipped from us. This is National Educational Technology Plan. 
It's issued by the U.S. Department of Education. It's an update from the 2016 update. The first issue was made in 1994. This newest uh, version of the National Educational Technology Plan addresses three things in particular. It addresses divides in digital use, design, and access. And so these these three divides, the divide, the the digital div, uh, di, sorry, the digital use divide, the digital design divide, and the digital access divide, are all interesting new aspects of uh, the this report. But especially for any of us working within the United States, this is an important uh, document to review. And Tim, those are our four trends and our four recommended reads. Thanks, Abby. It's interesting that we have two new trends, uh, well, two it emerging trends that we yeah. have, haven't have seen before. Two that we've seen quite regularly for four months and months. So Yes, that's it'll true. Be, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. So speaking of that, now we turn our attention to, to peering into the crystal ball and making predictions about the trends we believe we'll observe in the upcoming two weeks. AI, again, AI has dominated what we have uh, predicted for months now because it, it is a very, it's, you know, it's a huge trend. Uh, a lot yes. of people are talking about it working in that area. So we're not going out on a limb by saying we're going to see more AI in the upcoming two weeks. But there's a couple of other areas that we, we talked about that we hopefully will see. One being instructional well, design, yeah. right? Well, instructional design, this yeah. idea of, I think going back to the National Educational Technology Plan, the right. idea that there is a divide, a design divide right. of some some educators who know how to design instruction and some who don't, and that the, this divide is actually creating enough of a problem that it's recognized by the U.S. Department of Education, I think we may see more about yeah, this. Exactly. And we also talked uh, uh, off air when we talk about these things, we right. also talked about seeing more about AR and VR oh, yes. in the future. Yes, I, you and I agree about this, that we're yeah. going to see a lot more about AR and VR, especially, as you pointed out in our discussion, because of the Vision Pro, Apple yep. Vision Pro, which uses uh, what are they, spatial computing, right. which is a, a new term that basically blends yeah. AR and, and VR. But that um, the Vision Pro is just recently, within the last week or so, became available to consumers. Yeah. So yes, we're probably going to see a number of reviews. We've already started to. Right. We'll probably see a lot more reviews. And Tim, I have to laugh. I, 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 <laughs> I said we probably shouldn't mention this, but I feel like it's a public service announcement. Um, yeah, go ahead. Please don't drive your Tesla while wearing your Vision Pro, which is actually something that people have, have sort of put forward on TikTok and other social media aspects. Some of it has been just uh, sort of for, for laughs, but some people apparently have been caught actually engaging in this activity and it's illegal. You can't, you should not be wearing a spatial computing headset while you're trying to drive a car. And the fact so that we like, actually have to mention that, that that's happened is a little bit frightening, right? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm deeply sorry to have to report this, yes. Oh, but it's... Uh, but we, but we had to mention it anyway. We have to mention it. It, I think that's what's going to be coming up, though, Tim, in the in the future here. And I think you know we talked about this Adams before bits trend. Right. I suspect we may see more about this mm -hmm. as well. I know you and I haven't chatted about yep. this. It just kind of occurred to me as we were talking. Um, but I, I think 
we may see more, more it's almost like a backlash right against educational technology in some ways yeah but i think the good news is that will it will help enable us to figure out best uses of all these different tools and all these different approaches to, to create the best possible educational experiences those are uh the trends we believe we'll observe in the upcoming two weeks so that brings us to the conclusion of episode 248 of our podcast. We'd like to put out our appreciation for our followers and viewers of our Flipboard magazine and, of course, our podcast subscribers. You can listen to past episodes of our podcast by visiting our website at trendsandissues.com. Our next episode will air on February 21st. This podcast is produced by Professor Abby Brown at East Carolina University and Professor Tim Green at California State University, Fullerton. Copyright Abby Brown and Tim Green.